Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Friday morning. And uh, it is uh, Friday, Friday, Friday. I'm sure it makes everybody extremely happy and excited that it's finally the weekend. And uh, it is uh, payday for a lot of people. And so if you're like me, you get it and then you give it to your bill people. <laughs> and as uh, so, so I always uh, uh, jokingly tell my wife uh, every time I, I pay the mortgage, say, hey, you get to live in the home one more month. <laughs> so, you know, it's, like, it's not like you get to enjoy just trying to hand it to somebody else after working all week. But, hey, at least you get a couple of days off, and uh, hopefully you can get some rest and uh, enjoyment out of these few days before you have to hit it hard again on Monday. So, uh, but praise God that he's given us another day to smile, to be happy, to wake up in his glory and to serve him mightily. And uh, that's why we're here, man. That's why we get up every morning is to serve the Lord thy God with all of our heart, with all of our soul and with all of our strength and with all of our minds. So let's make sure we do that uh, and with all sincerity each and every day. And um, Ed says, good morning. Bring it, brother. Well, thank you, Ed, and uh, appreciate you, sir. And uh, so anyway, we, uh, uh, I just want to just, I just want these uh, devotions to be an encouragement to you, and I hope that they are. And, uh, you know, we can let um, our uh, minds wander to the point of uh, worry and depression and fear and you know what uh, God's word says, worrying, getting upset is not going to add a second to your day. It's not going to change a thing in the world. And I think that's the problem. People are in, in general control freaks. And if they can't uh, control something, then uh, they uh, feel like all is lost. But you know what? We're not in control of anything. God is in control of everything. And so instead of worrying, being fearful, getting upset, let's just give it to the Lord, you know? We have no control over tomorrow. We have no control over what goes on in, in our lives. And so we just need to give it to God. And my friends, when we can give it to God, then we can uh, uh, make that sigh of relief uh, that knowing that he's going to take care of us. And, uh, you know, that's why he's here to take our burdens off our shoulders. So uh, let's smile. Let's be encouraged. Let's be strengthened. Let's be emboldened uh, each day that we get up, that we can serve a mighty God. Uh, who's done such great and wonderful things. He's so forgiving, so loving, so wonderful. And uh, praise God for that. So let us do that each and every day. And, uh, oh, that's very sweet. Darlene Barker said, you're indeed an encouragement. Well, thank you, Darlene. You're very sweet. Uh, when I heard that ding, I thought, oh, no, well, it's not streaming. <laughs> so, <laughs> normally she she messages me when uh, uh, the live stream on the website isn't going out, and I'm glad she does. That way I'll, I'll know if it's not working or not. But I can trust her and my wife to keep an eye on things, make sure it's uh, everything's pumping and working like it's supposed to. So, uh well, anyway, my friends, let us uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance. Let me get this pulled up here on the church website and so that they can uh, follow along here. And uh, as always, I encourage you to remove your hats, uh, to stand. And uh, so let me get this up here for social media. All right, let me stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
Praise the Lord for this wonderful land in which we live. I tell you what, it is, uh, I don't want to, I've been trying hard to um, steer away a little bit from political reference, but sometimes it can't be helped, but you can't uh, deny the uh, the antithesis, the complete contrast between the, the DNC and the RNC, one trying to elevate America uh, to uh, uplift God, uh, to uh, uh, encourage our police officers and military, uh, a complete contrast between that and the DNC where you could tell the the radical left, the socialist agenda, the, the, the name calling, the tearing down of our president. That's, that's all I, I could take away from that is uh, I hate Trump. That's all That's all they had last week was just a hate Trump event. That's all it was. But this week we got to see people who really loved our country, loved God, and I appreciate our president. And his uh, uh, he's not afraid to say that we need to keep God first in this country. I know the man ain't perfect. He's got his problems. But uh, as I've said before, we didn't like to pre a preacher into office. We elected a man to get the job done. And he's got his flaws, but I guess, you know what? Find me somebody who don't. And uh, you're putting a spotlight. How would you like to have every little conversation, everything exposed? That would uh, it, it would make us all look uh, look bad. I know there's conversations I've had. If it come to light, I was thinking, oh, boy be pretty bad you know we all we all have a past it amazes me uh you know i like to watch um my superhero tv shows and this one guy he's, he's getting fired from uh, uh the flash because of something he put on twitter 10 years ago or something i mean it's just it's insanity i mean it's just absolute insanity that something you put on there 10 years ago can get you fired today i just i, just, I don't get that you know people change people evolve and are different. I like to think that I'm a different person than I was from 10 years ago. And uh, I guess this cancel culture is, is out of control and ridiculous. And uh, it just, uh, just amazes me. But if you're a radical left progressive, you can say and do what you want to, and nobody will bat an eye. So that is fact. All right, let's go ahead and look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. So, and uh, if you got your uh pads iphones or your bibles that's get, bring those up and if you don't i even make it easier for you to where you can read right along right here all right so uh we're looking here at colossians uh, again we're looking at colossians 3 uh, chapter 3 verses 2 and 3 uh set your affection on things above not on the things on the earth for you are dead and your life is hid with christ in god and as me Peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. My friends, you know, I doubt very few people would uh, ever look at me and say that I'm normal. Uh, you know, uh, just looking at me right now, I, I look anything but normal. Uh, you know, I guess the biggest question is, what is normal? What is conformity? Uh, you know, that's one thing I always told my kids. You be an individual. You be yourself. Just because everybody is dressed a certain way or acting a certain way don't mean you have to. You dress the way you like. You wear the shoes you want to wear. You don't uh, have to conform to what everybody else is doing. And that's tough and that's hard, particularly on a teenager. You want to be accepted. And, um, and when I was at, uh, good morning, Miss Angel Dixon. When I was, uh, uh, I, before I went to Danny Boone High School, I had to go to private school. My dad made me go. And I was, uh, I was made fun of quite a bit. Uh, I was homeschooled for a little while. And, and I um, uh, 
was made fun of my clothing, my shoes, uh, uh, my nationality, because my, my grandmother's Japanese, and, uh, you know, it, it was tough. I dreaded going to school every day. I remember uh, there was a, a long bridge we had to cross uh, over uh, Boone Lake before uh, getting to the school, and I remember as soon as I hit that bridge, I'd automatically start getting nauseated because I knew my day was going to be miserable. I knew I was going to be bullied. I know what it's like to to sit in a corner and, and eat lunch by yourself and uh, uh, be, you know you sit down in a chair uh, or a desk at the school and people look at you and get up and move somewhere else. You know it, it it's hard. It's hurtful. And uh, I know uh, I've had people look at me and say you're weird, and uh, I am. You know, I've never hid that. I've, I, I am weird. I have a weird way of looking at things. I have a weird sense of humor. Uh, I forget that sometimes when I'm talking to individuals. Uh, my uh, uh, my sense of humor is, is I have a real smart sense of humor. And a lot of people don't get that. And when I've worked at jobs, places like that, they look at me, you know, with disdain. And they, they just, you know, and I'm like, uh oh, what I say, what I do now, you know, and uh, and sometimes my fat, my my mouth runs faster than uh, than I can think sometimes, and it gets me into trouble. But uh, you know, my point is, uh, you know, most people they want to fit in with society. They want to have that societal norm. It's drilled into us from the time that we were kids that we are, you know, to have this have to, to conform to society and this hair a certain way we have to act and be. Now there are those out there who take it to the extreme and they look like a, a circus act, uh, the way they, they look and uh, you know what, that's all in them. If that's the way they want to look and they're happy with it, uh, you know, again, God looks on the heart, not the outward appearance. Not my cup of tea. Uh, some way, some of these people dress and act. Uh, uh, it's like, shoo, boy. You know, <laughs> some of these people, uh, and just like, and, you know, the one thing that really uh, is is crazy is where you know people want to gauge their ears and stuff. You know, that's you know that's that's whatever you you prefer. But when they put that gauge, I see one where they put it right there, and you actually see their teeth exposed. I like. Why would you do that? I don't see how they keep from 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 slobber from from coming out of their their mouth like that. They got a big hole right there. That's that's weird. Or in their, their nostrils, and I'm like, oh, why? You know. But again, to each his own. But most people, they want to fit in, and they want everybody to like them, and so they want that affirmation from other people. And which, like I say, I understand that. You know, I wanted to just fit in. I didn't want to. Uh, to, to be an outsider. And I went to Daniel Boone. I had a lot of good friends and uh, a lot of good people went to school there. And, and I really enjoyed my high school years. I, that's not something a lot of people can say. A lot of people say, I hated high school. And it was, you know, uh, but I enjoyed it. You know, I praise God for the, the, the friends I made and the people I met. And I enjoyed high school. But prior to that, uh, my life was miserable. And I just wanted to fit in. I just wanted people just to like me. And it was, uh, it's tough when people uh, snarl their nose at you and uh, disdain and I think that's a problem with a lot of Christians today is that they want to fit in they want that uh, societal norms they don't want to make any waves they want everybody to like them they want that affirmation from uh, their peers and those around them so they don't want to say anything out loud I you know I you know yeah I'm a, I'm a Christian but shh, you know I don't want anybody you know that's the kind of attitude a lot of people have you know uh, you know they, they don't want to do anything that's going to uh, cause any problems. They don't want people to think that they're a bigot or they're hate-filled or nothing like that. So it's a lot of people, they, they play that, that footsie with the world and they, they, they make, uh, uh, you know, uh, just, what's the word I'm getting out here? 
it's so early this morning i can't think uh <laughs> is that uh uh well you get my point they're just people just want to they they, they um uh, are christian in name only a lot of times and that's the thing remember this there's a lot of good people out there that do love the lord that are christians but they're, they're, they remain silent. And what did the Apostle Paul tell us? Do we, we need to be as bold as lions? And like I was talking about yesterday, we are in this world, but not of this world. We are going to be weird compared to the rest of the world, despite what societal norms may be, because see, society doesn't know where they're headed. They don't know where they're going. It's spiraling out of control. I mean, we, can, we you can't turn on the news and see that our world is spiraling out of control. But see, as Christians, we know where we're going. We know where we're headed. And so we don't need to, to follow the, the herd or the flow of cattle, if you will, for, and, and to, the, uh, the, to destruction when we have eternal life. And we need to be as bold as lions, and we need to speak up, and we need to speak loud. We are aliens. We are uh, foreigners in a foreign world. As Christians, we are. people will look at us like we have two heads. They will look at us that we are weird and that they don't get it because their father is Satan and our father is God. And so we don't need to worry about trying to be quiet and silent. And I just need to conform. I need to, you know, I don't want people to not like me. I don't want to, you know, uh, cause any waves at work. You know, people might get upset. You know, like as I said before, we don't have to walk around smacking people with the family Bible and saying, hey, you need to put down that beer and you need to, come, you know, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But you need to stand up for what is right. And you need to, to boldly proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. When your buddies are hanging out at the water cooler and everybody's laughing at the dirty jokes, that's when you say, you know what, I don't want to hear that and walk off. And, you know, and people are going to be like, what's their problem? You know, and, uh, and, and they may avoid you. And that's what people don't want, you know. Uh, but they, because you, if they understand that you are a Christian, you are a light that exposes that darkness. Hey, man, I've been in places where people, because they've seen me and dad on television or know that I'm a pastor, and say they they got a beer or they're doing something they shouldn't supposed to be doing, but they're, they're hiding it or they're, they're putting it behind their back or something. I'm like, dude, man, I don't care. You know, I'm not God. You do what you want to do. You know, I, I, that, you know, but here's the thing, whether it's me or you, what they're seeing is God in you. It's not you that per se, but it is God in you that they're seeing. And it, it automatically brings conviction. It automatically brings guilt. And that's why they avoid you. That's why they don't want to be around you. And that hurts. And you don't understand it. And you're thinking, you know, and so you just want to fit into that societal norm. You know, we, we, we have, uh, uh, people have, com uh, have compromised uh, their theology because they want to fit in. That's why you have so many Christians out there who are biblically ignorant because pastors are afraid to speak from the pulpit and that homosexuality is wrong. They don't want to, you know, well, I don't want to offend nobody. You know, they, they want to make sure they got a fanny in a pew. You know, I don't want to talk about abortion. That, that might upset somebody. So all they, so that's why you get a bunch of fluff. And so when, when uh, true Bible-believing Christians uh, talk with conviction these things that are contrary to the Word of God, you have a bunch of ignorant Christians out there. And yes, I said ignorant, and if that offends your sensibilities, then you know what? Tough. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to, I have to rattle the cage, if you will, uh, to get your attention so that you can understand that, hey, you know, this line of thinking, this, what I was doing, it was, was wrong, and I need to redirect course. And that's why you have ignorant Christians out there who say, oh, you, we need to love everybody. God is love. God is love. God loves everybody. You know, but God doesn't love sin. 
And remember, Jesus Christ didn't come to save the world, otherwise the whole world would be saved. That, that kind of theology is contrary uh, to the Bible. God come to save the elect, those he has chosen out of this world. Who the elect are, we don't know. And a lot of people have a problem with that. They don't understand what that is, what that means. Well, that's not fair that God only chose a few. Hey, God didn't have to choose anybody. He didn't have to send his only son. That's what makes it very special. That that you know, people say, well, how do I know I'm the elect? Hey, if you come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you're good to go, man. That's why, you know, so you don't have to work, be in fear that you're not one of the chosen. Otherwise, you wouldn't be drawn to the things of God. But, you know, so that's why we need to stand up and quit being silent and speak out against these things. And when people start that bull about, uh, you know, I think, I think, and I've said this before, I think a lot of people out there think that God, that Jesus Christ is some celestial hippie sitting in the lotus position, and he's just like, oh, man, all things good, man, everything's good, oh, you're fine, hey, you're a Buddhist, oh, you're good, you're coming to heaven, if you're Hindu, you're coming, no, that is not true. We're talking about Jesus Christ who overturned the, the tables in the temple. Yes, God is love, but God does not condone sin. As I, and I don't care what religion you are, the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. It is Jesus Christ plus nothing. That's what Jesus Christ said. No man comes to the Father except through me. And I don't give a rat's backside uh, how good you are, how nice you are, how uh, religious you are. Until you make that profession of faith, you will not go through the gates of, of, of heaven. And so you better get that through your heads now. And I think there's too many people out there who think, well, if I'm a good person, then I'm getting into heaven. That's not how that works. You have to make a profession of faith and and uh, and ask Jesus Christ in your hearts the only way you're getting into heaven. Quit trying to fit into societal norms, Christians. All right? I'm trying to talk to you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Quit worrying about trying to conform and to make everybody like you. Not everybody will like you. I've had to learn that the hard way, even as a pastor. That learns a lot of people don't like me. You know, that's fine. That's, you know, I can't force people to like me. And, um, in fact, uh, I think there's even people leave the church because, um, where dad has made me the head pastor and he's pastor emeritus. He's looking towards retirement. And, uh, I know for a fact there's people who left and won't come if I'm speaking. They'll come if, if dad is speaking and that hurts. I'm not going to lie. That does hurt me, but, uh, I can't help that. All I can do is do what God has called me to do. Preach the whole word of God. You can like it, love it, or love it, but I've got to do what God has called me to do. And if you have a personal problem with me, then come and talk to me. But, you know, don't let that uh, get in the way of what God is trying to use me or anybody else to do. So, you know, whether it's your job, whether you're at school, whether where you're at, let's stand boldly and proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Don't worry about normality. You see, I don't care about normality. I could care less about it, you know. And, um, uh, you know, it's like for you know, a long time, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I tried not to, I kept my hair short and, and didn't really grow my beard much because everybody kept trying to say, well, you're trying to act like your dad. And, you know, and so I tried to, to be different. I was conforming, if you will. But well, for whatever reason, uh, beginning of the year, Lord just laid on my heart, just let it grow. Let your hair grow out. You know, and it's sad to know that something so simple can cause so much uh, people to uh, uh, to be stirred, if you will. And uh, so, you know, I don't care anymore. And uh, if my hair falls out, then I shave my head. You know, I don't care about that. But I want to do what the Lord leads me to do. And if that makes me weird, if that makes me abnormal, 
and God be the glory. I don't want to be conformed to society. I see what's going on in this world. I don't want to be a part of that. And people will hate you. They will persecute you. Guess what? God's word said that. They, they will hate you. Guess what? They hated him first. So we don't need to worry about who likes us and don't like us. We need to stay true to the word of God. We need to stay firm in our convictions, and we, we need to speak the truth in love. We don't need to be, uh, you know, I think a lot of people like me, you get aggravated uh, with uh, the the agenda as a whole, uh, with these liberal left leanings, this progressive, this radical, um, this radical push, particularly with homosexuality and all these different alternative lifestyles, we get upset. And so uh, it's so easy to, to get on social media and go off. And uh, so we need to be careful about that. We need to stand our ground to stand for what is right, but make sure we're speaking the truth in love. But the thing of it is we need to bring about conviction. We need people to understand they need a Savior, and they are in need of Jesus Christ. The cross must be must convict, and that's a problem to many Christians. They are justifying sin, and so people don't think they need a Savior. They don't think they need Jesus. That's why we have to preach the whole word of God. We have to bring conviction, and we have to let these people know they are in need of saving. They are headed for hell, and they are in need of saving. My friends, quit trying to conform. Quit trying to be normal. Let's be abnormal. Let us be bold in the things of Jesus Christ. And the world should hate us. God be the glory because we need to. We are serving an almighty God and we will stand before him one day. And I don't know about you, but I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Let's have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love, your joy, your peace. Thank you for your word this morning. Lord, help us to serve you in a mighty way. Let us not be uh, uh, worried about societal norms. Uh, Lord, let us do what is right in your eyes, despite what society may do and the direction it may go. Let us stay on the narrow path and avoid that broad path that leads to destruction. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to pray that uh, for our nation, there's such a division, division in our country politically, racial, uh, even those between Christians and non-Christians. Uh, there's a great divide, Lord. And I pray peace upon our land and that you will intervene in a mighty way and that you'll touch hearts and minds and that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with our police officer. Lord, please let them know that they are needed. They are loved. They are appreciated. Protection about them and their family. Uh, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will be with uh, uh, our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. And I pray that uh, you'll be with Ron and Thelma Thompson, Roger Winters, Ginger Hood, Troy, Linda David Feathers. Uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, for uh, all the prayer requests and concerns that uh, go out each and every day, the unspoken request, and Lord, let your will be done in each and every situation. Be with our president, and Lord, I pray that you give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment in these very difficult times, protection about him and his family. Lord, uh, let us serve you well today. Let us be mighty warriors in your army. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And my friends, that's just it. Let us be mighty warriors in God's army today, man. Let's get out there and let's serve an almighty God. You can do it. Let's quit worrying about yourself. Let's quit worrying about you know being self-centered. Let's keep our eyes focused and be God-centered. And let's do great things for Jesus Christ. If we could do that, man, what a, we could change this world in a mighty way. 
in closing, as always, if you want to share these devotions and you're on social media, you can find me at Dr. Young 77. If you're a friends or family and you think, hey, you'd like to watch these devotions each morning, you can watch live also on our website at flbconline.com. And or after I do the live devotions, I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and you can watch on there as well. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. And uh, so that way you can listen as you're going to work or at work or going out and about your day. Uh, thank you, Ed, for your kind words. Appreciate that, and appreciate all of you for watching and uh, your kindness and support. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, my friends. And uh, I just want you all to know that uh, I appreciate you all, love you all. You know what? Just remember that you are loved. I think a lot of people uh, forget that sometimes, uh, they, uh, that you are loved. God loves you. All right, so don't ever feel like that you are not appreciated and that you are not loved. And like Mr. Rogers always says, I like you just the way you are. <laughs> All right, so uh, remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.